Hi everyone, you're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast. My name is Daniel Barnes. I'm the film critic for the Sacramento News Interview. My co-host, as always, is comedian Quirky McDonald. Say hi. Well, I'll tell you, Dan, I'm excited. It's midsummer. We got training camp. There's position battles happening. Hi. Hi. People are coming back. Players are coming back Hello. in more in shape Hello than is they've an option. been. How are you? Any of those, throw it right back to me and stop talking. First time caller. <laughs> Long time listener. On this fun-sized mini-episode of the show, we're going to take a look at the movie we're reviewing next week. We're going to take a look back at our previous review of Heartbeeps. We're going to answer our question of the week, favorite movie robot. Corky is going to read some Twitter responses to our previous questions of the week. And, of course, we're going to read a few of your movie dares. Corky. Yeah, man. Let's start with the film we are going to review next week. Do tell. Is it fair to say... And if this isn't fair, you cut my mic right away. I will. Scissors, hedge clippers, at the ready. I'm going to give you these scissors. I want you to cut the wire to Johnny's mic. Thank you so much for letting us use it. Yes, seriously. (laughs) Sorry about the mic. We're going to go out into his backyard. We're going to dig it up. Okay. Thanks for letting us record here. It's awesome of you. Really? We're going to bury that microphone. (laughs) We're going (laughs) to salt the earth. So that nothing will ever grow there again. Uh-huh. And it'll be a constant reminder to Johnny, thank you again, about the importance of being fair. Sure. You got a lot writing on this, Johnny. I know. Is it fair to say that you and I are products of suburbia? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Whew. Suburban backgrounds. Oh, thank God. Dodge the bullet, Johnny. Microphone saved. Yeah. So I think that make, maybe makes us the perfect people to review a little film called George Clooney's Suburbicon, starring Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, and Oscar Isaac. Let's listen to a trailer for Suburbicon. I'm not saying it. You're not saying it? Nope. No go to the clip. Oh, man. Welcome to Suburbicon, a town of great wonder and excitement. Hey there. Built with the promise of prosperity for all. You need to get up. There are men in the house. Son, there's something I have to tell you. Those men killed mom. We've decided it'd be best if your Auntie Margaret came and stayed with us. Nikki needs a mother. We'll be strong. We'll be fine. Mr. Lodge? Yes. You know a character named Rizzoli? He's a loan shark. If you were into the mob for money, that might explain what happened to your wife. Hi, pal. This is the last time that clown's gonna ignore us. Take care of a kid. These animals took everything from us. I have to make decisions like what's best for the family. Any progress on the investigation? A mobster got killed a couple of days ago. I can end the conversation real quick. I'm sorry for his loss. Of life? Yeah, I guess he probably is too. I'm here to collect. What do you want? I want all of it. All of it. 
Nothing like this ever happened here. This is a safe place. It was. Would you like a cup of coffee? Nobody's I could have you killed in no time. I could kill you too. So that was Suburbicon, starring Matt Damon, uh, Julianne Moore, and Oscar Isaac. That movie came out last year. It was directed by George Clooney. It is available right now to stream on Epics. If you have Epics, you can stream it right now. It's also available to rent on, I believe, most of your standard VOD services. And that review will come out next Tuesday. That should be a really fun episode. It's showing on Epics right now as of this recording. But if, say, you're listening to this in 2021, we make no guarantees. Yeah. Epics, you want to raise shit with us about this? Yeah. You come see us. Right. We'll be in the back planting microphones in Johnny's garage. <laughs> Take your complaints directly to Epics. That's Epics, E-P-I-X. Where film lives. <laughs> that should be their tagline. <laughs> right? I just made that up. <laughs> so now let's take a look back at our previous review of a little movie called Heart Beeps. Heart Beeps because they're robots. I just got that. See, I got it, then I forgot it, and then you brought it back I up I brought again. it back, and then it's Heart Beeps. I, I get it. Heart Beats. They're robots. They're in love. Uh, anything. They literally <laughs> never beep in that entire movie. There's no beeping. No. There's all sorts of horrible noises. There's clicks and whirs. whams and bangs, and it's uh, explosions, but uh, beeps, a, a nice, soft, Soothing beep, not to be found. Uh, Quirky, anything to add to our previous review of Heart Beeps? Uh, besides fuck that movie? Yeah. Okay. One thing I would say is that I really had a hard time deciphering what were jokes and what were not jokes mm-hmm. because of the writing, the delivery, and the overall just batshit craziness of the movie. However, I think there were clever things built in that were on the written page would have been Uh, Oh, cool. For instance, we made fun of uh, Catskill's noises he makes every time he goes to a joke. Yeah. But in the parlance of comedians, that's called your windup. This Uh, is the windup to the bit. He literally winds up. Literally winds up. It's, I see, okay, but fuck you, because that's not that good of a joke to, to put up with the joke that was delivered. Yeah. Execution is all bad here. Hopefully you listened to my advice and stayed away from that movie. Just listen to us again, and then you'll get the layered <laughs> jokes that were built in. Yeah, my mom actually mentioned that she went to see this movie. That's right. Uh, in the theaters when it came out in 1981, I believe. I'm not sure if I was in tow for this one. I would have been like four or five years old. You were old. scarred for life if you were. It makes a lot of sense. It really answers a lot of questions that therapy honestly could not. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, so you bring up your mom saying that. My dad passed away 10 years ago, but he brought up, I remember, or no, he brought up, I remember bringing this movie up when I was a kid <laughs> and saying, Dad, can we watch Heartbeeps? And he just looked at his face. Oh, God, no. <laughs> like, he had seen it. was like, Andy Kaufman, what That's are you That's not happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that is Heartbeeps. That was a really fun episode, so check that one out. So now we'll move on to our question of the week. Corky. Yeah. Is it fair to say? Okay, we're back to this. That we hated the robots in Heartbeats. Oh, that's that's yes, absolutely fair. But to say. that's not to say we hate all movie robots. There's quite a, a few uh, great movie robots of all time, and that inspired this week's 
question of the week. What is your all-time favorite movie robot? Okay, this was a tough one because favorite is weird in sure. this. In this, but for most impactful, most um, indelible movie robot, I got to go HAL 9000. HAL 9000. Yeah. Even though HAL doesn't have any sort of like a, a body or anything like that. He's right. Operating it's, system. It's the operating system. For at that time, I think that would have been the device. It would have been a robot. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. That sinister, detached delivery. I'm calling it HAL 9000 is my favorite. Fantastic. HAL 9000 from Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. I, I, I should have mentioned it wasn't from uh, Top Gun. It wasn't the <laughs> HAL 9000 from Top Gun. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you'll have no problem guessing which movie my favorite movie robot is from because my favorite movie robot is... Bicentennial Man. Short Circuit. Ah, great guesses, <laughs> but wrong. RoboCop. Oh! RoboCop, Even especially. though he's more of a cyborg than a robot? Yeah, I get you. you, you, you. <laughs> oh, oh, even though he's more of an operating system than a robot. <laughs> well, if you go back to Asimov's launch of robotics... <laughs> This is what the show is now, man. This is what the show the Borg is. is not a robot. <laughs> it's a cyborg. It's a high flying fucking All right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm choosing RoboCop, uh, especially from the first Paul Verhoeven film. And again, I think I've said many times Paul Verhoeven's one of my favorite filmmakers. And probably RoboCop is my favorite movie of his. And it's great not just as a design. It's amazing because you look at that other movie. And, and so like the Ed, uh, the giant stop motion robot. Yeah. That doesn't quite look as cool as it used to. You can kind of see the seams a bit more. But man, that RoboCop costume is still just slamming. Probably because it weighed like 200 pounds and almost killed Peter Weller. Yeah. But it is just such an amazingly sleek and beautiful and shiny design. And then that film especially goes deep into the kind of idea of the human inside of the cyborg, right? Because he's sort of trying to balance this robot commands that he has and all of his directives with the beating human heart that is inside the body. That is the Peter Weller character. The casting of Peter Weller as RoboCop was probably top five casting choices of Fantastic. all time. He's Fantastic. Like, he's kind of weird looking anyway yeah. and kind of weird delivery. It works so well yeah. with RoboCop. And he's uh, unusually tall for a, a Hollywood star and RoboCop is very imposing. And he, he's a talented actor too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, but while being slightly robotic. Yeah. yeah. And now a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny telling us yeah. Murphy, it's you. Any other runners up you wanted to mention? I mean, uh, there's a ton of them. Aside They're mostly from Johnny obvious. Five and yeah. Bicentennial. Of course, man. those are obvious. The those robots from Batteries Not Included were oh, just fun. Delightful. They were fun. Delightful. Yeah, I mean, they're all really obvious. Wally and R two D two and Wally's the my various. Favorite. Uh, Wally's my favorite Pixar movie. Android. Oh, mine too. Yeah, yeah. The various androids from Alien, from Terminator. Another good uh, operating system, Samantha from her. Uh, the I have not Jack seen Hansen her. Character. Of course, the aliens from Metropolis Day of the Earth stood still. And I, of course, I need to give a special shout out to my guy, Chappie. <laughs> oh, Chappie, you're an infantile racial caricature in the body of a carjacking police robot who taught us all how to love, I think. That film is very convoluted, so that may have been the lesson. I'm not sure. They should do a TV spinoff, Chappie and the Bear, where it's him and a monkey traveling around, driving a truck around America. I would watch that show a lot. I would watch the reruns a lot. I would own. The, I would own all the physical media for that show. Somebody out there listening, make us a promo for Chappie and the Bear. I don't care if it's a- Darcy. Get on that. 
So we've been doing these questions of the week, like Best Movie Robot, on our mini episodes every week, almost every week. And we've also been sending it out on the Twitterverse. So, Corky, you have been polling some of our users on Twitter about their answers to the questions of the week. Do you want to read some of those answers? In conjunction with the Potter and Family hashtag, as well as the Work Life Imbalance podcast, I tagged on to a question of the week question for favorite movie robots, and we got some great answers from the At Forced Fun Pod. They said the Bill and Ted robots from Bogus Journey, which you're... Bogus Journey, better than Excellent Adventure. Yeah, I said it. I'm a serious film critic. From the At We Watched a Thing podcast, the HAL 9000, shout out, hell yes, I picked the same one. Uh, from the load in the deck <laughs> from the yeah these are all from the <laughs> Corky from was the hashtag, Corky is great Corky podcast. was right <laughs> from the hashtag mo- team Corky <laughs> hashtag barn sucks from the at movie geek and proud podcast which is a really fun podcast we celebrate during Pride Month as well as all year round Zingbot as well as the Iron Giant Iron Giant almost made my was yeah that's a great pick. pick yeah great pick Zingbot however what not is Zingbot that's not a movie robots from Big Brother I just included that because my girlfriend watches Big Brother <laughs> and she'll be listening Zingbot. to this yes <laughs> he tells the jokes it, that's exactly what it's a robot huh. that insults people I guess man you know like finally yeah. And it's like <laughs> finally it's like Catskill was finally invented they're just like 30 years later we got him I like that people were watching Big Brother and go you know what not enough robotic acting let yeah. me get a real robot on here yeah Perhaps my favorite response is from the At GIF of Assholes podcast, which is a super fun, funny podcast as well as they have their own YouTube channel. They gave us a top five oh. and we're starting at five we're gonna count down. No, actually, we're going to start at one, because I think the joke works better that way. We're ah, going to start at one. Great. The garbage robot programmed to feel pain and taste garbage that is being tortured in Star Wars. <laughs> Two, Marvin the Paranoid Android. Three, the 80s robot from the Muppets. I'm not familiar with that one. I don't know if you are. Four, Kristen Stewart. Yes. And five, all the robots from Runway. Actually, I guess I did work the... the <laughs> I'm a robot. I do not understand comedy. But thank, thank you, you Zingbots. <laughs> thank you, GIF of Vassals. Thank you, We Watch the Thing. Thank you, at MGN Podcast and at Force Fun Pod. You guys are great. The Potter and Family hashtag has brought us a lot of talented people doing movie podcasts. And uh, let's all pump each other up. Yeah, thank you everyone who has been following us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Dare Daniel Pod. And thank you everyone who uh, is answering our questions of the week. We really appreciate it. Thank, yeah, thank you all for participating. We really, really appreciate it. And now, again, more audience participation. We're going to read a few of your movie dares. If you want to dare us to watch something, review it in full, go to daredaniel.com or hit us up on one of our aforementioned social media accounts. And We ain't scared. We ain't scared of nothing. We are not even scared of Joe Campbell's dare. Joe Campbell dares us to watch a little horror sci-fi thriller called Alien Origin. (laughs) Alien Origin is a found footage film from 2012. It has uncredited direction by Mark Atkins, because I wanted to make it seem like it was found footage. (laughs) It stars your boys, Philip Koch, Eric Darens, and your girl, Daniela Flynn. Uh, Mark Atkins also serves as his own DP here, and he has previously made such films as Jurassic School, uh-huh. Android Cop, and <laughs> In the Name of Ben-Hur. So essentially, take one word out of a hit movie, exactly. add any different word to the title, and you've got a Mark Atkins movie. <laughs> E.T. Booger. <laughs> Why did Joseph Campbell dare us to watch this film? He says, I consider myself a sort of connoisseur of bad movies. 
connoisseur. Mm. He's just swirling them around in a tiny little goblet. Yep. From the entertainingly inept to movies so boringly terrible, they're a struggle to finish. Alien Origin falls near the bottom of the latter character. Alien Origin falls near the bottom of the latter category. I consider it the second worst movie I've ever seen. And he's a connoisseur. A connoisseur here. And it's part of the horror subgenre that makes me angry every time I see it. The people running through the woods movie. Look out for the tacked on ending meant to capitalize on Ridley Scott's Prometheus released around the same time. Well, don't give it away, dude. Entertainingly inept, though. That makes me... Uh, Entertainingly inept and boringly terrible. We got to run that. That is pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, he's setting this for our Scare Daniels uh, mm-hmm. movies that we're going to do all in October. We're going to do, uh, do five horror movies in October. So this is a really good candidate for Scare Daniels. Yes, it is. Thank you. IMDb synopsis says, a movie created from quote-unquote found footage of a lost military expedition that exposes the origins of life on Earth. That sounds fantastic. Thank you, Joseph Campbell. Found footage basically at this point just means actors you've never seen improving, right? Yeah, while someone has a handheld camera and everything looks terrible. Low budget. Yeah, bad lighting, bad camera work, bad everything. Sounds good. Our next dare comes to us from frequent dare and friend of the show, Mike Dub. What up, Mike Dub? What's up, Dub? He dares us to watch a little film from 1994 known as... A junior. Corky, oh. do you know Junior? Uh is that the one where what's her name gets pregnant with Michael Sarah's baby? No. What's her name gets pregnant? Yeah. I should think not. How about what's a- Ellen Page. his name? Oh. You're thinking of Juno. Oh. I'm talking about Junior. Oh, Junior. From nineteen ninety four. Directed by Ivan Reitman, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. He was in Renaissance Man, episode sure. 14. Check that out. And Emma Thompson. Uh, this is the movie where... Emma Thompson is in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. Why did Mike Dub dare us to watch this movie? It sounds fantastic. Why don't I know this movie? Have you never seen this movie? I I've saw ne- it in the theaters. Uh, what? I did. I, I did too. I was 18. I saw everything. Uh, why did Dad, uh, Why did Mike Dub dare us to watch this movie? He says, Steven Spielberg is often quoted as saying, if a person can tell me the idea in 25 words or less, it's going to make a pretty good movie. Okay. By that logic, this should be one of the greatest movies ever made. It can be described in just three, Arnold gets pregnant. I wonder if this is almost too obvious a dare, as I remember it was basically considered one of the worst movies ever made about five minutes after its trailer appeared. <laughs> I have to admit, I am curious just how awful it really is. Not so curious I would watch it myself, but definitely curious enough to dare you guys to do it for me. I love this dare. And that's really what we're here for. Yes, You're I curious love this about dare. something, but you don't want to watch it. You send it to us. We'll watch it. Junior has made the list. The film has a critic score of 36 and an audience score of 21 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was kind of a bomb. It grossed $36 million against a $6 million budget because the public just wasn't ready for a pregnant man. IMDb synopsis, as part of a fertility research project, a male scientist agrees to carry a pregnancy in his own body. Mm. And that would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hilarity does not ensue. <laughs> If I'm thinking of an actor who can convey the turmoil that a male body would go through during pregnancy, sure. it is Schwarzenegger. Absolutely. Because that's who delivers subtlety, emotional depth, and, and differentiates between the two. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, no, he's the one you want. So thank you, Mike Dub. Thank you, Mike Dub. And that is all that we have on this show. Fantastic. Um, again, come back on Tuesday for our full review of Suburbicon. 
starring Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, and Oscar Isaac. I will give you a spoiler alert. It's it's a, a spicy review. It gets a little disagreeable. I wouldn't say it gets as, as spicy as The Dark Tower. No. Where we actually were fighting in the driveway, like actually wrestling and... and With salsa. Kicking and punching and in the driveway. And cayenne peppers. I was throwing jalapenos in your eye. The Scoville units were out of control. <laughs> We did a cross promotion with uh, Hot Ones, the Hot Wing competition show. <laughs> spicy. It got a little spicy. We went to Flavortown several times on that review. Yeah, I almost want to rename the show Flavortown because it got spicy. Fieri Daniel. <laughs> so we'll see you back here next week for our review of Suburbicon. And of course, on next Thursday, there'll be another mini episode. So send us your dares and uh, get us on Twitter and answer that question of the week. Yeah. So we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Fuck with us. We love you. <laughs>